you're listening to Carry You I. Can can you hear Q, Audrey? I can. Lovely. All right. Awesome. Can you hear us? Yep. Perfect. Okay. So, this is Joke Local, uh, where we talk about uh, local stand-up comedy and uh, events and, I guess, stuff about comedy, how we feel about certain things, and uh, yeah, so... That's that. I think first Audrey and I had a question. I'm Shannon, uh, and Audrey is also here with me at the station. Um, and Q is on on the phone. But Audrey and I it's have a true. question for you, Q. What? We have a, a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> so What's that? So by the way, for the listeners, Q said that he lost track of time because he was brangling. And we'd like <laughs> to know what that is. Oh, Brangling is Wrangling Branwin. Ah, ah I okay. see. Nice. I, I like that. <laughs> it's it's Thank an excellent, you. like, parenting euphemism. Oh, yeah. You know, like, just What's put wrangling? your kid with wrangling. Sh- shan- your parents shrangled. <laughs> <laughs> that does not sound like... <laughs> what we want it to it doesn't but it's what i according to this this formula that q made up it's called strangling it's audreling that sounds a little i I only made it up because uh bran is so close to ran already that makes sense yeah uh so we don't have any particular topics as per the usual no, um, although I'm very excited I, that Brangling turned out to be not disgusting. Not that Q would do something, <laughs> no, you know, weird. I, feel but... like I just got, like, this idea of Q holding a bunch of books and then, like, dropping them. <laughs> <laughs> that was what was put in my mind. I don't know why, but that was the first thing. <laughs> so, um, I guess, like, uh, we can always mention, um, something to mention first off is all are all of the events, the comedy events that are um, starting to pop up these coming months. I know we have, as we mentioned earlier, Floodwater, but Earthwards also has an open mic. Um, and I think it's like more of a show at the end of the month. And there is also Last Comic Standing at the end of February, I believe. Uh-huh. So they're starting to make plans for that. So Isn't Last Comic Standing, is that a university event? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think it's done through CAB. Uh, so <clears throat> campus activities board, 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 board. If anyone has heard that, um, PSA on Carry <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so there's a lot of stuff happening. Um, I can look up those particular dates too. Um, while you're doing yeah. that quick plug, um, if you guys need something to do on Saturday night, ah. I will be performing at Blue Moose at eight. Oh, sweet. Shoot. Oh yeah. I missed that. Yes. Because I was... It's fine. I'm so sorry. No. I'm kidding. I'm not Because I'm mad. also performing <laughs> <care>. somewhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's true. Um, I would go and see you if I was not performing at another... That's true. At what time yeah, is that? It's eight. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, not going to happen. No. It, it bums me out that Secret Show and Let's Do This are still, like, on the same on the night. S- <laughs> yeah, and it's... to be fair, they have maybe two people in common in terms of performers that's true so i i can see how you know mike lucas the uh 50 year old let's do it showrunner didn't quite line up with the teenagers yeah you know but you think like it wouldn't be that hard because the comic 
community here is fairly small. That's true. At least the regular comic community. Um, yeah. I guess that's more what bums me out about it, is it just creates an even bigger divide between two groups that don't have a lot of interaction already. Yeah, I get that. And um, so if you want to support both both groups, you are you have to pick a side, and I hate that kind of... It's very difficult. Sophie's choice. Yeah. I, I say, well, having having not been to a Let's Do This show, uh, aside from December's in, like, maybe three months. Yeah. Um, so the next, the last comic standing is going to be on February 28th. And then mm. um, Earthwards, I should have pulled that up before I started talking. <laughs> I'm very good at that. Um, anyway, that's going to be, I believe, um, near the end of january i'm pretty sure let's look at my events Anyways, so the 28th yeah. is uh i believe the first day of floodwater yeah so they're gonna be i think they um said in the email that i got that it might conflict but they're not sure because of um timing it there's a lot of things tbd yeah i don't think they've scheduled everything on the festival yet no so I should check in with mike on that stuff yeah but i know for a fact that they haven't because the deadline for sending in your acceptance was today. Oh, boy. And I got it in, like, last night at midnight. I love it. Because that's how I am now. And, uh, you know, they said that they were going to figure all that out after they nailed down how many clients there were. That's good. How many yeah. performers there were. So Yeah. So things are still being figured out. But that weekend is going to be quite a busy weekend. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. Oh, I misclicked. This is great. Uh, <laughs> but there is also... There's also something, oh, um, the people who do host a secret stand-up, uh, Griffin and Clara will be starting a stand-up club here at the university. And that's going to oh, be, cool. yeah, it's going to meet right before the improv club. I will be unable to attend because that is the time that uh, SVP meets, but uh, I will strongly encourage people um, to consider it just because I think it's going to be the, f I don't think we have a stand-up comedy club here yet and we do not no and i remember i was discussing with you audrey before like i think last semester what that would look like um and i'm excited to see what what turns out um out of that yeah so calendar here so yeah i think that that i think that's gonna be really cool um i'm excited to see uh, you know, kind of a little bit more development. Because, I mean, you know, Q's right. It isn't great. But the mm -hmm. fact is that we do have... There is an adult student divide. divide. You have to pick that's one. That's everywhere, at this, though, at too. At this point, basically. Um, that's the community as a whole, I find. Uh, because um, I, I've been kind of... Like, my first few years at, at the university, I was trying to get involved at PS1, mm -hmm. particularly with the press co-op. And I was not among many university students who were doing that. Uh, there's quite a divide, even within, like, printmaking yeah. <laughs> between the university and community members. And that also goes for just art in general. There's a lot of community yeah. artists that really don't talk with university artists. And it used to be where uh, university students could have their BFA exhibitions outside of the university in different um spaces like mm -hmm. ps1 public space one but that's not the case anymore which is a bit of a bummer and that's i think that's true i 
you know, across, yeah, artistic stuff, whatever, at least partly due to, like, geography. That has a lot you know, to do with it, especially since like all the dorms people. are, like... They hang out in yeah. one area. I remember I did that, yeah. restaurants or bars or whatever, yeah. and there's all the old people over here. Yeah. <laughs> and I say old people in a in a loving way. In a sense that... Of course you do. I mean, I like to think that the age in, in the comedy scene is often within the person. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. I'm just saying that some um, people... I mean, I don't really hang out with the college no, you don't. section yeah. of that. It's just because it's, it's what I prefer. But yeah. um, but I really do want to see more development, more opportunities for people who are more interested in, like, the college stand-up scene. Exactly. Because it's it, what harm's it going to do. Exactly. It's yeah. produce well, more jokes. I mean, actually, like... I, I do know the kind of harm it does because all of these old guys are bitter weirdos that get mad about whenever there's opportunities that are not like unilateral and open-sided like it's good to have opportunities for stand-up but for instance some of the most common paying gigs are through cab which can't hire anybody who's not a student and so like you'll have kids just be like making money while actually people who've been practicing for years aren't yeah yeah Yeah. anything that's yeah that's where i can see things getting tough um that's not, yeah, the payment has a lot to do with it because, I mean, it's hard to get paid as a comic to begin with, especially yeah. here. Here. I mean, it's <laughs> not, I would argue that it's not incredibly reasonable to be here doing shows in this area. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, expect to, like, you know, I mean, I know a guy who. Make a month, like a living off yeah, of Yeah, exactly. I know a guy who. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. I know this guy who, uh, like, you know, he was asking me how I got into comedy, and I told him. I asked him, like, oh, what about you? And he goes, because I wanted to make money. And I was like, great. <laughs> You're an adult who can drive. Love to hear that. <laughs> like, Holy cow. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm definitely rough. not interested. Oh, was, that, was that y'all? Yep. Muhammad? It was. I didn't want to <laughs> call him out on air, but, like, he's in Des Moines. He doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, I think it's interesting because, like, that's about he doesn't put a lot of effort into it. It's definitely a side hustle to him. I know, but, but it is a hustle, which I think is so a, funny. And he's like, ah, yes, I'm going to make money off this. It's not a hustle for anyone else, you know. I mean, oh. I, I'm pretty sure the rest of us spend more money, like, <laughs> on alcohol than we get from <laughs> the shows. We immediately turn around yeah. and spend yeah. it on booze. But like which he's... is what the ho- which you know like the bars enjoy exactly. But yeah. he's in this for the cash, which yeah. is incredible. Um, but, uh, cool thing about y'all is he's got that show that he's put together, the DIG, which is like a stage crowd, like Instagram show I, thing. I was on it. What is that? Oh, cool. I was on. It's called the Gram, and it's like oh yeah yeah. It's like a twisted game show. <laughs> um, where it's like an Instagram themed okay. game show and there's like five rounds, these little competitions or mm-hmm. whatever. Like one of them was hood fights. And okay. so we watched a video with a quote hood fight and we had to like come up with a backstory. And, <laughs> and it was, great. it was great. It was really funny, but it's, it's, uh, you know, it's supposed to be kind of like this really insane offbeat thing. Um, 
And it was really funny because I learned a lot about the personalities of my fellow comedians. Yeah. Because half of us were just frustrated beyond belief. And there's like the one the one girl that just like leaned into it. Yeah. Um, but it was... Uh, you, I think you talked about this before too. I'm, I probably brought it a up. A long yeah. time ago. Yeah. But it's definitely... It's an incredibly uh, innovative thing that he's doing. Uh-huh. Um, and he has a co-host. So is it through Instagram? It's not through no, Instagram. It's, it's oh, their okay. live shows. It's a live show uh-huh. at a coffee shop in Des Moines. Oh. And it is Instagram themed. Okay. And so you have to do it, certain Instagram Instagram based things. Okay. That's that's kind of interesting. Uh with that, I'm going to go to a PSA really quickly. Uh and we'll be right back. You're listening to Carry oh. UI, Iowa City. Hello. I'm Bruce Harold. Hi, my name is Mahesh. Hi, I'm Lillian Sanchez. I'm Shu, coming from China. Hi there, I'm Jim Throgmorton, mayor of Iowa City. My name is Ala Amishit. I'm from Iraq. Hi, my name is Josh Abdel. I'm Sarah Gardial from the Tibby College of Business. Hello everyone, my name is Sunny. My name is Wendy Lee and I'm from Singapore. We pride ourselves here at Iowa on diversity. Wherever you come from, no matter your background, no matter your religion, no matter your culture. We want you here. You are welcome here. You are welcome here. You are welcome here. You You are are welcome welcome here. here. And we're back. Woo! Anyone freaked out by that PSA? Or was that just me? Oh, it's a little weird. (laughs) I I mean, it's... You know, we're... (laughs) We get PSAs from, I think, all over, so... Really? Like, different parts of, like, the university, and then there's some community stuff as well. I am partial to the drunk driving one. Yeah. The guy with a very thick New Jersey accent. Well, there's also the one that um, rings, that rhythmy one. Yeah, that's I really, a fun one. That's it. That is a fun one, because it's, you know, acoustic. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy it. It's got a, g- a gentle tone. Yeah, I'm happy you know <laughs> which one I'm talking about. Yeah. You listen enough to, like... My favorite awesome. PSA of all time was this one that was, you know, supposed to prevent people from taking meth. Oh. And they wrote this super happy, upbeat song. Oh. And it's like, it starts out with her just like vigorously cleaning the house because apparently that's what you do when you're on meth. Okay. And it was this really upbeat song. Uh-huh. About about meth. And it was called Cleaner Girl. And if you guys can find it on YouTube, I would highly recommend watching it. I kind of want to now. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. We should do that. Yeah. Maybe sometime. But yeah, yeah. it's like... No, I think I feel like that's the, the thing about like a lot of the PSAs we grew up with is that they were terrifying and gruesome. And now they're like, this Don't man in this. a vegetable suit says you should eat vegetables. <laughs> I don't know. I think there was like this... I was watching... I think Cartoon Network at some point, and they were airing this really old PSA slash ad, and it was these not it was like frame by frame animation, but you could tell it wasn't current to the times. It was twenty years old or something. Sure, and it was about not to walk in an alleyway. <laughs> See, things were just they were just ready to scare us. I know it was like <laughs> these bunnies that were like. Oh, kid, you better not go in that alleyway because there's some nasty people there. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like a little racist, but yeah. you just kind of go with it. Yeah, so that's that's what I remember. This screen is very bright. 
it's i don't know how to turn down the brightness so it's just <laughs> this glowing like rectangular bright section in my field of vision and then everything else is extremely dark because there's no lights on in the studio right now out of preference i suppose but wait you know. i i'm enjoying it it's soothing in it's here. soothing it's just like this screen i i gotta put on the or down the brightness i just i think it's manual uh, like on the screen so how are you guys coping with the weather right now i'm actually fine I, are you so okay maybe I'm when it's dying. negative 30 tomorrow <laughs> i will be completely upset but i'm a person who like bikes around oh see you're from no you're no from i'm from dubuque like it's i mean my dad's canadian yeah. if that makes sense i think it's mm-hmm. canadian genes because i had this roommate whose dad was canadian uh-huh and she was i would describe her as being like sort of hard scrabble like mm-hmm. she had just bizarre hobbies like <laughs> making curtains and whatnot that's amazing loved her but what and she was into winter biking yeah and she had like the chains for the tires uh-huh. and everything and she would just i was like i don't it's slower it's to bike in the winter than it is to uh, walk. I, I don't... On the paper... See what I do? Um, I have studded tires. Thanks, Dad. Um, he, like, bought, like, Swedish studded tires for my bike. It was awesome. Uh, and I, there, I'm using the bike right now. I put it on my old mountain bike, and I can usually get around pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, it stops on ice. However, like, slush... It's a little give or take, but I don't yeah. want a fat bike, you know, the ones with the big tires, just because I feel that they're very heavy, heavy. And- yeah. And, you know, I just need to get from one place to the next and not pay parking during day hours. Solid. So mm-hmm. I did get a parking pass recently, which has changed my life. So I fell down. Oh, 10 stairs. oh no. Covered in ice, I have a bruise on my butt that is the size of, like, a can of soup. I don't – I'm not happy. (laughs) See, I, I like, injured a finger last last year around this time after I crashed my bike uh, because I was going too fast down a hill with the same tires that I talked about. And uh, I I had – so I – Injured my fi- my thumb during that crash, and then a week later, I I think I like stretched a finger too far because I was trying to catch myself from falling on ice. Yeah, it's like oh. I don't enjoy ice. I don't enjoy negative thirty wind chill. I don't mind snow. You oh, know, see to me, it it does not make a difference. What about you, Q? What's what are your feelings about snow? I, I don't mind snow. I haven't left the house since Monday. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's what it's doing to us. That's what that's the the, the negative consequences. Yeah, well, it's mostly because we've had a um, we got uh, Kristen and Bran. Neither of them had school oh, yesterday. That's true. Yeah. Or uh, or on uh, Kristen didn't have school on Monday because of Martin Luther King Day mm-hmm. day, but I had work still. And then, uh, so Kristen and Branwyn and I were pretty much, like, snowed in yesterday, because Kristen really hates driving on it. We're snowed in today, and probably are not leaving the house tomorrow. Like, the well, first time I've left really the house cool. since Monday will be to get to hitchhike tomorrow, if I trust the buses to get there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna be going to hitchhike. So if you need a ride, <laughs> uh, yeah, that would coo- be amazing. Yeah, I'd like to apply. I uh, yeah, because I, I have to pr- get practice new jokes anyway. I have to write those new jokes, but I have to practice my set for yeah, Saturday. I don't, which I yeah. neglected I, to do. Same, and I feel I'm much less apprehensive about. I have a a, a shoot, a, a film shoot Sunday morning, and I I, I hope the weather holds up with that uh so i've been really focusing on that and like Mm -hmm. very apprehensive about that and not even like thinking about the stand-up show which is really interesting because i used to be very nervous about show like or just like going to an open mic and now i'm like more worried about like this shoot which i've done probably more times like i've probably been on a production now for like more times than i've gone to an open mic that is a thing like yeah. i remember uh talking with some i don't remember who but who someone who like he said this is only my like 10th time doing an open mic or whatever and i realized that he had been writing things out verbatim and then memorizing them for open mics oh and yeah I, I was like oh buddy like that i, I think man sorry go ahead well, no, I mean, that's that was basically it. But I was just like, you, that's not necessary for no. this this venue. Like a show, I get that, but like, yeah, like ugh. the idea is to practice and practice and practice until it's almost like a song in my mind. <clears throat> like not in my mind. Like for me, it's more just like there's specific words and specific sentences that are extremely important. Important, but in between, I can usually find the words uh, like. There's the audience really does like play into effect with that, I think. But for me, I think a lot of the important stuff are like to make sure the punchline works, you need a good setup with like specific words, specific things, but some some words aren't really necessary to focus yeah. on. I mean I I feel like being loose helps. Like being able to adapt to the moment uh is helps uh having it like having a rote memorization can make it tough to adapt exactly yeah. i i highly agree some of but my- when you have like keys like you were saying like where you have uh you have uh like specific words that you know will need to be there for the punchline to hit having yeah. like those yeah like laid out in front of you are always a good thing like there's this one joke where i was trying to liken myself so there's a joke of mine where you know i got into yoga right okay and the thing is is that uh women in yoga videos often look like they're very into floral pants and fish oil and so the idea is that that's the setup so the fish oil is a very odd thing but it's very specific Mm -hmm. and so i had to make sure that i'm like fish oil yeah that seems good and then i went to me the contrast which is hopefully the good joke um and i look like i'm into ip wait what was it uh alt rock and ipas (laughs) so like the thing is obviously since this is an audio medium you can't see me but i look more (gasps) like yeah can they not see us they can't darn it i know the joke doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I can't even see you right now. No, but I am wearing like a cut-off shirt again and I look I have my red hair, the dyed red hair. So, you know, that's the idea is that fish oil, floral leggings, 
um, IPAs and alt rock. Like those were very specific words that I was yeah. like, I have to choose the right thing. And I thought for like about, you know, a good number, like how long was it? Like 20 to 30 minutes, what exact words I wanted to use. Yeah. So that's where it's important. <laughs> but me leading into that joke is less so, I yeah. think. How, I, go ahead, sorry. Well, I, I just, I think that on the one hand, like, yeah, I mean, Q's totally right. There have to be the certain phrases at certain times mm-hmm. to where you know it can land. But at the same time, I think some of the jokes that I've told that had the best reception are when people laughed at something I said, and then I just started riffing on it. Yeah, well, I I, yeah. I, I, I agree. I did, uh, like, that show in December, I added, I think I was just adding to something. I was pointing at my stomach and saying things. And that was the best part of the joke, and I didn't even plan that. Yeah, and sometimes that becomes, like, a permanent part yeah. of my routine. Um, just because, you know people found it funny exactly yeah and it just seemed to work and i think in that moment you're just in the right space to even create stuff on the spot whereas maybe sitting down writing things you get like core ideas and core jokes down but from there mm-hmm. you can expand when you're in the space the right space for that yeah i mean I feel like a crowd can smell a comic who isn't in the moment with them. Oh, like, definitely. Definitely. A big part of it is, like, the audience feels like the comic is in it with them. Like, they can be little tells, like, somebody tripping over their words. I've seen uh, I've seen somebody do really well, or really, like, well up to a point, and then they, like, something happens with, like, the mic or their yeah. delivery that is a tell that they they've been like budging it the whole time and the audience like flips on them like on a on a dime exactly yeah so you have to be able to swing back into that flow that you were in you know be it the mic yeah (laughs) cutting out or some heckler or whatever yeah well essentially you have to win them back by actually getting out of that flow and going in this new direction whichever way it's gone that's like, true. Though. Uh, the only times I've been been able to flip it myself when I've been like obviously like phoning it in, and then somebody something happened was just like being able to actually uh, go off script and interact with the crowd about these things that are happening. Like uh, one time I was like stuttering a lot, and I got I just started making fun of uh, my stuttering and just ripping into myself instead of doing the stuff I was going to do. And it, and like this, the audience was back with me like that. That's awesome. I think I might, I don't know if I was there, but that sounds very familiar. It's a, it's a thing I've started to pick up on also just in general, like, Oh, if a set isn't going well, I'll start making fun of what I don't like about myself in these moments. Yeah, there is something to be said about self-deprecation humor. I personally am trying to avoid the self-deprecation route, but I still, like, want to be aware of, like, things about me that, like, ah, this is funny. Society wants me this way or something. But, huh. I feel like I've never intentionally tried to tell a self-deprecating joke, but people identify me as a self-deprecating comic. Mm -hmm. And... Mm-hmm. that probably just means that I have more issues to work on than I realized that I did. 
but um, you might fun yourself a fair amount. Like I feel like yeah. you you're more trying to like balance like making fun of other people and making fun of yourself, so that way people don't assume that you're a jerk. That's, that might be off. what I'm doing. Yeah, I also think too though you try to humanize yourself. Like when you're saying how you eat, what was it? It was it was ice cream or was it melons? What grapefruit ice cream? Oh, grapefruit okay, right out of the jar. Yeah. On the floor in your underwear. That's See, a self-deprecating joke. But I don't feel like that's self-deprecating because it's exactly <laughs> I what think, I do. I think like, it's well. No, I think yeah, it's but humanizing. What we do depreciates our own value. So here's the difference. It's a healthy snack, Q. Sorry. No, Shannon. no, it's okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say this, and then we're going to go to weather really quickly uh, because I think people actually want to hear about it this time. Um, but the thing is, is that I think in that sense, you're also saying, look, I'm some days I just need to sit in my underwear and eat, you know, food from a job. Yeah, yeah. Which I think a lot of people can connect to you with. And so instead, like self-deprecation, self-deprecating humor, that's like targeting pieces of yourself, I think. And, yeah. Which isn't, I mean, some comics pull it off really well. I just know if I would do that, I would revert back to my middle school self and then start like being super anxious about, you know, uh, my belly showing when I've, you know, gotten kind of past like stuff like that. Uh, so I'm going to do weather. And also, could you turn on uh, the lights? <laughs> I can. At yes. least just one, because this this rectangle... Uh, we're doing radio entirely in the dark for you listeners. It's so now. dark. Uh, but yeah, so, the weather. Um, yes. I have to get going, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, I'll say the weather. Uh, thank you so much, Q, for phoning in. Of um, course. Yeah, hopefully with whatever is happening, you're... A okay, but keep rambling, yeah, yeah. buddy. Just some household stuff going up. All right, that's okay. Um, see you tomorrow, probably at Hitchhike Open Mic. Yeah. All see right. you guys tomorrow. Thanks right. for having me. Definitely, of course. <laughs> Thanks a bunch. I like these. Yeah, they're nice. Okay, so that was Q. Um, and this is the weather. So currently, it is 17 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, that's negative 8 degrees Celsius. Humidity is at 77%. Winds going 10 miles an hour. Tonight, it's going to be mostly cloudy with a low of 6 degrees Fahrenheit. And tomorrow, we have a slight chance of snow showers and patchy blowing snow with a high of 15, and then there's a little arrow going down. Uh, there's a winter weather advisory in effect uh, tomorrow starting at 8 a.m. until, I believe, that is 6 p.m., uh, more information about that is that a strong Arctic front will sweep through the area tomorrow. Winds gusting up to 35 miles an hour will, will create considerable blowing snow with reduced visibilities. Near whiteout conditions are possible in rural areas. Uh, wind chills of 15 to 25 de uh, degrees below zero in, uh, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Thursday night into Friday, the winds will diminish, but bitter cold temperatures will settle across the area. Wind chills Thursday night into Friday morning may be 25 to 35 degrees below zero. That is something to look out for. Yeah, tomorrow's tonight's low is going to be negative 13. Uh, Friday, we got a high of 6. <laughs> um, and then looking, oh no. Sunday, we have a slight chance of snow. 
Saturday is going to be mostly cloudy though. So, um, snow and cold is in the in the. You know, it's like every kind of bad weather that there is. Yeah, it's like ice. Like what next? A tornado? <laughs> tornado snow. Snow NATO. Snow NATO coming to theaters this summer. <laughs> They'd have to release it in the summer because it'd be funny. In other weathery news, if anyone would like to join me in my apartment drinking pina coladas and rewatching the OC, <laughs> which is how I'm dealing with this emotionally um you know just come on over we can you know have some pizza rolls just when is this almost all the time that i'm (laughs) not out of the house i'm done for pina coladas i had like so you add like a little bit of coconut to that right um it's actually this insane thing it's called coco lopez what which is like coconut milk and it's really sugary oh boy i'm already and it's how you make like a really it's a puerto rican it's a puerto rican product nice um and it's how you make like a real high quality pina colada i'm already excited and it's just it's at walmart um oh boy yeah. I, I would probably just drink that stuff straight. You you could. I mean, it would be pretty pretty sugary. I mean, anything but... with like coconut already has so much saturated fat and sugar usually. Oh yeah, which is why it drives me nuts so when people. Good. It's tasty, you know. Yeah, it is. But that's why it drives me nuts when people put like coconut oil. And they use that to like fry food, and I'm like, it, if you want to do that, that's fine. But you should just know that it's worse than any other oil any that you other could oil. be using right yeah. now. Get some olives. Oh. Even like that disgusting, like the gallon jugs of like gross, Vegetable sticky, oil. Ve- still way better than coconut. Yeah, and like I'm, ugh. I really like coconut oil f- for making granola, and that's about it. Um, and then putting it, you know, using it as like a moisturizer after like I get out of the shower. But even then, I I have this nice little conditioner bar which I've been using. It's so nice. <laughs> I bet. I, I have used it twice today because I've showered twice today. <laughs> uh, I showered once this morning because I was like, mm, I don't smell as nice as I'd like to. And then I exercised. And then I definitely did not smell as nice as I wanted to. So um, I my hair must be like really on the top level of smelling nice today. That's exciting. That's always a good way to feel. I love like anything that makes me smell good. I don't like perfume. Me too. Because it's so sharp and so, like, it's like stabbing it's, someone with smell. I like perfume, but only, like, the really mild, like, oils. Yeah. So people just, they get close to you and they can smell or, like, in exactly. your hair maybe, but not, like. Yeah. Yeah. That, even, like, on, on guys with cologne that is very pungent. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you can smell, like, when a person has left. Yeah, that's there. no good. <laughs> Oh my God. One time I was going on a school trip and I knew my friend was going on the school trip. Mm-hmm. And this kid, we sat next to each other in math class. Yeah. He lives in Boston now. I'm not afraid of <laughs> finding out. But he wore his dad's cologne. Oh boy. Which was like English leather. This guy's like a 50 year old <laughs> Middle Eastern man who just was, he was into the English leather, baby. Uh huh. And so he's this, like, poor 14-year-old son is, like, sitting in class, like, reeking. And I'd come home. My mom would be like, why do you smell like old man? And I'd be like, um. There's a kid in my class. Exactly. And I sit three feet away from him. And I'm dying. No, we were in, like, those little tiny desk things. Oh, my God. Yeah. And we we were going on the school trip, and I was looking for the bus. Uh And I found the bus. 
because I could smell his like trail through the school out to where the bus was. It was so sad. <laughs> that is impressive. That I've kid. never I've never had it get to that point for me, but I have encountered a few people who yeah. you could tell when they've been somewhere. Uh, like, I was going to say something. I forget what it was. Shoot. Talk radio, forgetting what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah no, I, I got this like nice thing. Like it's body mist from Lush and it probably fades yes. away in like two hours. But I like how it it's it's not, you know, it's it's a little more on the perfumey side, but it's not aggressive. Yeah. And it's just the right scent. It's just very nice. I like it. I like and I also have like a bunch of bar soap at home. Yeah. <laughs> like too much. Uh I don't know. I just enjoy smelling nice. I do too. I yeah. think it's 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 important. Um, it's better than not smelling nice. Yeah. I I I I have had friends that you know they're wonderful people, but I think they need to take a shower a little bit, like you know, just once more a week, and yeah. they'd be good. I mean, I'm just I'm just a weirdo about that kind of stuff, so uh-huh. I try not to like put that on. Oh no! And I know no. you're not doing that. I just you no. Know. I just smell it. Like yeah. I literally smell like because body, and I'm like, you know, uh, yeah. But like sometimes people don't have time. Like it's nothing. Like yeah. I'm not gonna judge someone. I'm just I'm just like ah darn, you know. If I have five hours to sleep, I will give up <laughs> half of an hour of that to so that good. I can take a shower. Yeah, yeah. like for course. me, that's priorities. Yeah, one through ten. Definitely. I've, it's a very it's a very important to like feel clean i also know? think it's like one of the most basic things you know like if you're feeling a little insecure about your appearance or whatever mm-hmm. knowing that you don't smell weird yeah makes everything so Every, much better yeah because it's like hy- hygiene you know i smell great you know yeah it just feels good and also it's just ni- being in a shower's nice oh my god i love my shower the only thing i like more than showering is taking a bath and i take baths all the time if i have the time but um, I also got like this bath oil. It was like it, again, I was at Lush. I recently went to Lush, so I'm just like so excited. Not the one in Des Moines. No, I was actually in Madison. Okay. Um, but because I'm always looking for those stores, I really hope Des we Moines, get one. They, they should really put one here. I don't, oh yeah, they, there'd be such a huge market for I that. No, I don't know why they don't put they one here. They would have to schlep all the way down to Scottsdale, exactly. Arizona, to get good soap. <laughs> One time I went to the Lush in Scottsdale mm-hmm. and I bought a bunch of bath bombs, right? Yeah. And they're all in my, like, I only have carry-on luggage ever uh-huh. in my life. And so they're in my carry-on and the TSA lady, you know, randomly selects me oh, and no. she pulls them out and she goes, hey, what are these? And I go, bath, bath bomb. <laughs> and I caught myself and I said, bath fizzies. Physics. And she was like, oh, bath bombs. I know about these. And I was like, oh God. Like, <laughs> I just almost got fizzies. it there. I said fizzies just right there. And my mom thought that was so funny. Because she had, her whole thing was like, they're going to know that it's, uh-huh. you know, they're going to get Back gonna bombs, confiscate ma'am, them. you're under arrest. Exactly. Oh, boy. My, my mom got, when she was visiting me in, uh, like, while I was in Scotland, she visited me and we went to Ireland. And... We had been to Lush at that point because there's a Lush in Glasgow. Uh, And we left. So we left out of Scotland to Ireland, you know, for a few days. 
We are, my mom had already had this face mask that was like past regulation, but she had it in her bag. So the Scots were like, ah, you're fine. And then when we came back, the Irish, like as, as she was, as we were like leaving out of that or like going into the Irish airport to like fly back to Scotland, she got stopped and they had to like throw out some things that just weren't allowed mm-hmm. because of the size they were. But the thing is, is that the Scottish were like, yeah, you're fine. We don't care. Well, Ireland's a lot pickier about airport security because of the IRA. That's true. Yeah. Like, and I think that's yeah, left over from the 90s. You know, residual fears of bombs. <laughs> Which makes sense. Yeah. it's Bombs are scary. I did go to an airport one time. Uh, you know, I was flying, flying to India. Mm-hmm. And I went through, um, through Abu Dhabi. Which is an insane airport. Uh-huh. A guy had, like, he like I heard a man uh, overheard a conversation that a guy was like flying with like exotic pets and stuff. Oh it my was just, god! It's a terrifying. But, but anyway, the airport security is so tight uh-huh. that they were like, they had you go into a booth and you got like everyone got totally patted down by incredibly surly women like things i i it was a violating experience quite frankly i was like oh okay like can i have my stuff back Uh please yeah and they went through everything and they were super but i mean i guess you know the middle east i i can see how yeah if you're in especially if it's high traffic yeah and that's that that must not be a small airport it was not (laughs) (laughs) so there you go Uh, We're going to go to a grant spot real quick, and we'll be right back with the last 15 minutes of our wonderful show. You're listening to Carrie UI. Support for Carrie UI is brought to you in part by The Broken Spoke. They offer new and used bicycles, cycling accessories, and also service all kinds of bikes. They can be found in Iowa City at their new address, 757 South Gilbert Street. For more information, visit thebrokenspoke.com or call 319-338-8900. Support for Carrie UI is brought to you in part by The Angler Theater. The Angler highlights the talents of local performers, artists, ensembles, and also hosts regional, national, and international touring performances. The Angler is located at 221 East Washington Street. For more information, call 319-688-2653 or visit www.angler.org. We are back. We're still talking. talking about pina coladas, man. <laughs> I really want to close this with, if you like pina coladas. Yes, I love that song. I know. It's uh, it's also, on the I think, on the same level as Kokomo, which is uh, another amazing Jamaica. song. I don't like the Beach Boys, but that song, Kokomo, is, is perfect. an achievement. It is perfect. <laughs> I enjoy that song so much. Like, one day, my life will be, like, exactly where I want it. And, like, I'll be on vacation. I'm like, it's time. And then I'll play Kokomo. And everything will be right. I just am a big <laughs> fan of anything tropical. Like, all of my, like, home care products, you know? Like, I buy, like, a lotion. It's very tropical. Yeah. I see. I, I have a lot of uh, Hawaiian shirts or Aloha shirts. I know. I haven't been wearing them a lot recently, which I should get back into. But I think the first time that I met you... I was wearing one. You were wearing one, and I, this is, you know, 
it's a stereotype, but this is the yeah. way that you tell if people are gay or not. Yeah. Is, you know, the fashion. And the Hawaiian it shirt, barely... in case you did not know, is like a, hey, everybody, I'm a lesbian. <laughs> like, if you're into girls, and date see, me. that's the thing that goes took over me. a long me. time. Yeah, I think I had to tell you that I was straight. You did. You had to tell me. <laughs> I just assumed. Which and is so, fine. It's like, but it's... Yeah. Which and it's great. And then the, and as they said on Seinfeld, there's nothing wrong with that. No, Not that there's anything wrong with no, that. No, there's nothing. It's just it's just, it's just I mean, kind of funny. It is funny. It's just like I feel like I think I'm gonna make a set about how I make a bad woman or like a bad man's woman, right? I just my biceps are too big. I wear very like butch clothing and like I don't know. But the thing is, like I'm also like very like I feel like I. I am just as feminine now as I am masculine. And I like to think that's a nice little balance. I'd say you're you're almost completely half and half. Yeah, in a certain I way. feel that, you know. But also what got me, I think, was your Instagram. Because <laughs> Shannon, by the way, has an Instagram and it is full of her beautiful <laughs> comics, which I love. Thank you. But you your art style is almost exactly like uh Alison Bechdel's. Oh shoot. Wait, you really? You draw yourself precisely as she draws herself so i think it was that and the hawaiian shirts and to make a long story short not long after i met shannon we're having this conversation where i just went on this like long tangent about studio and just a variety of other gay themed things Uh and she was like oh by the way i am heterosexual (laughs) and i was like oh okay but see i'm very privy to like a lot of you're down you're down well see i have like all of my i live with five people and they are all like on the spectrum i feel all usually more comfortable among like lgbtq plus a you know because it's i honestly don't like a lot of heterosexual culture (laughs) i feel that you know which is nothing it's just i never fit in I never have. And, you know, maybe there's something wrong in my brain that's just, like, not clicking. But at the same time, I think, I mean, plenty of people have, like, found out things about themselves, you know, in their 40s and 50s. But, yeah. you know, I'm never going to say, oh, I'll never do this. I'll never do that. I'm also of the belief that these things can change over time. Exactly. So, yeah. You know. So I'm, I'm not particularly you know, trying to figure things out. I just feel that my, anything I need to know, it'll let me, something will let me know at a certain time. (laughs) That's right. Just, but no, I mean, I think, I think that the expectation that I think the gay culture has become so, or more specifically, I should say gay male culture um, has become so, introduced into the mainstream Mm -hmm. and there are parts of it of course that straight people don't see yeah but i think because of that there are a lot of you know there are a lot of people who are kind of you know getting to experiment with more of that like exactly more of those cultures which is great i mean i'm all for it of course although i will say that you know it just um i think people I don't know how to put it. I guess it's just that, like, you know, I think a lot of people 
gay and straight mm-hmm. feel pressure to align themselves know, with yeah. their appropriate cultural signifiers. I agree. And, like, especially I notice with, like, you know, lesbians and bi women, mm-hmm. you see a lot of that, like, trying to put themselves in, like, a butch or femme category. Yeah. And not only is that not how it works, it's completely unnecessary. Yeah. It's totally okay. I agree. To just have your own unique uh, expression of your personality. And see, the thing is, is that, you know, some days I'll wear skirts and other days, like, you know, the most skirty skirt you can think of now that I'm into skirts. Um, but other days I will wear my camo pants. And yes, I'm sure that's very confusing to people. But it gets the idea Which of... Is cr- just- weird it's like why do you care i'm just leave me dressing alone. myself up like i wish i did in high school you know like yeah I've, i'm finally like being able to be like oh let's try this style let's try this style see actually my my clothes game in high school was incredible i i look back upon those days like <laughs> that's right you you really had it going on well see i feel like i've i've passed a certain age where i can't have a punk phase i always wanted a mohawk I don't know if I'll ever get one, um, but it's it's there's a deep desire within me that I always, you know, find myself returning to. I'm like, ah, what if my head looks like a potato, though? As I prove every day, you are never too old for too much eyeliner. <laughs> you just really just keep piling that on. Like, see, I find like no matter like how butch i look is it like if i do put enough eyeliner on it gets to that middle point at least where it's like i'm not that butch now right but i'm also not concerned because exactly if people are that concerned thing to worry about then i don't really want to concern myself with them because they have yeah you know surface level concerns People are very, uh, very superficial yeah. in a lot of senses, yeah. and that, and I think a lot of that is just to do with an, uh, you know, a natural desire to place things in categories to yeah. make sense of them. But yeah. I think that that's that tendency, which is again normal, natural, whatever, is kind of the root of a lot of problems. I agree, and I think that that, you know, I have a, a family member who tells me, you know, your first thought in a situation is what you've been conditioned to think mm-hmm. and your second thought is the kind of person that you are and i so i've been thinking about that a lot yeah. actually recently go on so I, but i just i think when you find yourself casting a judgment mm-hmm. like and i think that this this relates to comedy pretty strongly actually because i think when when writing jokes mm-hmm. a lot of jokes a lot of bad jokes yeah are based on your first judgment uh-huh right and i think that humor is more authentic and less likely to be offensive or unkind if it's based on your second thought that makes i like i'm gonna keep that in mind because oftentimes when i'm trying to generate jokes um i need to clarify what i mean i'll write down like kind of premises premises and then i hear gogurty's voice usually what does this mean what do you mean because it's usually not what i wrote down you know i'll say oh you know uh what was one um going to class is hard because i don't like the teacher this is a little different but i i don't like how the teacher like teaches Mm -hmm. where it's more just like classes i don't like going to class because it's hard to be treated like a person who doesn't know what the teacher's saying 
which is a is it? It's not the same thing, but it's almost trying to like no, but I, get I, to the root of why you're feeling the way you do. Yeah, and I, yeah. I get what you're driving at, but I would say that either way, you know, mm-hmm. it's better to not go for the cheap shots. Yeah, and it's so easy to go for the cheap shots. It really is. It's so easy, and so when people because it's usually quote unquote a guaranteed chuckle or quote unquote like or there's you're gonna get a reaction all of the like yeah you'll get a reaction which is sometimes i think comedians confuse for a a laugh like yeah just like a oh you know haha i got them no not necessarily i'd also honestly rather do a set where people respond to what i'm doing Mm -hmm. as opposed to just knee jerk (laughs) that's funny yeah you know because like I laugh at a lot of stuff that isn't funny. Yeah. I'm trying you know, to like, not do that now, I'll sit but down and difficult. watch South Park, uh-huh. which I don't think is really that funny. Um, but, you know, stuff that's, like, just really cheap, easy jokes. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. you laugh at it. It's like it's like eating French fries. It's not good for you. But it's, it's not there. helping you. There, but there's, like, some sort of thing there. You're like, ah, no, I know, you know what I'm getting. It's not like French fries. I like French fries. It's like <laughs> It's like when you sit down with a bag of potato chips. Mm-hmm. and you, you know you have like a handful and you're like that was great and then half an hour later the whole thing's gone a family-sized bag it's in you now <laughs> it's not good you know a whole family meal exactly <laughs> and yeah i mean and, and that's that's easy and yeah. it's and nobody's gonna remember the guy who got up there and to- made, those made a bunch of like cheap jokes Nobody remembers that guy tomorrow. But if you instead speak about something that hits, you know, a personal chord or make someone think a different way Mm -hmm. or consider at least a different topic to start them thinking, then I think, like you're saying, that that might be more more worthwhile in the long run because you can always kind of usually fix that to a joke. Yeah. If if you don't have it, if you don't have laughs just yet, I think that just calls for more work on your part you know just figuring out the setup figuring out the right words because usually the idea is like workable especially if it's personal and and i always i always hoped that i would do something worthwhile or somehow contributing to society Mm -hmm. with my life yeah and comedy a lot of the time doesn't really fit that bill (laughs) yeah you know depending on but that's the thing that's a way that you can make a good impact a positive one is changing that yeah make people think make people feel better about themselves Mm -hmm. you know i mean again i would argue that i'm not being self-deprecating because i'm not embarrassed um yeah of my you're not disgusting personal <laughs> kidding but no the thing is i think it's you're admitting i don't think you're saying you, you don't when you go up there and say yeah this is what i did last night you know instead of doing something that most people think i should do instead you say you, you're not saying this makes me a bad person you're saying this makes me a person Right, and because I strive to make the audience like me, mm-hmm. one might even say that I'm suggesting that it's good. Yeah, you know, if you like me, I you think can I remember, you can live with yourself yeah. here. So that this this got very you know 
thoughtful. I like this. I know. We started with pina coladas and look where we are. We don't even have pina coladas. We didn't need we didn't need it to even get here. But imagine what we could achieve if, if we had actual drunk. pina coladas. <laughs> now that's not allowed on Carrie Why? But uh, virgin ones then. Whatever. It's all right. <laughs> uh, this has been Joke Local. Uh, you're listening to Carrie Why Iowa City, and we've got another show coming up right next. Uh, stay tuned for them. And yeah, we really hope you enjoyed this. We'll be back same time, same place. Thanks a bunch, everyone.